So hello everybody, welcome and welcome to the rock show. We just finished watching the damn rancid and, and the um, misfits and misfits and Holy Madison shit. Square Garden. MSG was live, live never, in living color. I never thought in my life I've been a misfits fan since I'm twelve years old. Would would see this band in Madison Square Garden. Never, oh, no. never thought it would happen, right? I mean, it happened. You know. Now, George, did you ever see the original band? Because you've got a couple of years on us. Did you ever see the original band? No, I was going to go see my great Gildersleeves, and I think I was punished or something. And I couldn't remember, like, 15 or 16 or something. I did. I, did. I probably wasn't, shouldn't have been in there anyway, but back then the drinking age was 18. 18, so yeah. Like you could sneak in. I did see her. Sam Hain. Okay. I, did, I saw okay. Sam Hain. Yeah, which was, which was pretty cool. And I saw Danzig solo once. And I've seen the different incarnations of the Misfits over the years, but not not with, with, with dancing. Eerie Vaughn, right? Did you see him at? A, it was at uh, Irving Plaza, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, show. yeah, that was the first album. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great ship. So this is the thirty-fifth episode of the Rock Show, right? Um, and today we're going to talk about the history of the Misfits. Right. And Rip Taylor. And, and Rip, Rip Taylor. And Rip Taylor. <laughs> but let's talk about the concert today. I wrote, I, I wrote yeah. down my reviews. Okay. Uh, the damn very good. The damn fantastic. Rancid sucked. Rancid sucked balls. And Misfits were excellent. Misfits were fantastic. Uh, the damn sounded good. They really, they, they really just the sound coming out was fantastic. I mean, I've been playing for over 40 years. Um, 43. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, Captain Sensible's funny, you know, and, and they, they just know how to do a show. Um, it was a short set, so they really played, like, their best stuff. It was really uh, good. Smash It Up was great. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, they should have been they, they, start, they started off with Love Song, which is one of my favorites from them. That's what I don't understand. Why didn't they start off with them? Because Rancid. because Rancid, believe it or not, has sold more albums than the damn. I know. I, uh, you hate well, to that's say what happens it, when you're like true. one of the first punk rock bands. <laughs> well, the da- the damned kicked off the UK punk scene. Yes. They they were the first band to ever be signed. Uh, you know, before the Pistols or anybody else. Uh, and and they were also the first band to uh, come over from England and play the Jeebus. So they they're historical. Great great. I've seen them a few times. They're always good. Uh, the influence of West Coast punk. More, more yeah. than the, more than the East. Well, the, the, well, the Misfits themselves were very influenced by the Damned. I think the whole kind of like horror vibe thing. I think they influenced each other pretty much with that. I would say. You know what? I got to thank them. Yeah. Budweiser for the oh, yeah. seats. Um, yeah, the seats we were in the uh, Budweiser um, lounge, lounge um, on the Chase Bridge. Yes, um, section three hundred seven. It's a great place to watch the show. You yeah. get to see all the hear all the acoustic and everything. The food was good. Beers, um, the beers, the, all the beers were on the house. Budweiser products. Yep. They had uh, Bud, Bud Light, Ultra, Stellas. Stellas. I was drinking Stellas. And if you want, you can also order a bottle there if you want. Yeah, no IPAs. No IPA. No, no. The only IPA they have is uh, Goose Island. Oh, Goose Island. Yeah. Goose Island is Budweiser? Mm-hmm. Oh. They're Budweiser? I didn't yeah. know that. They bought the Budweiser, yeah. Wow. Wow. So they do all the beer at the garden then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goose Island is in yeah. where I was. Mm-hmm. And everybody everybody know who this guy is? George Figueroa? Okay. I don't know. Do we introduce him? 
No, not yet. I have good words. All right. But George been here before. George he also went to the show. Yep. And, I can uh, drink beer and rub my head at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the show? I have seen The Damned probably eight times, and they're always great. And yeah. they were great this show. The Misfits, this was a better show than Prudential. Danzig's voice was better. They were tighter. They definitely sounded more professional. Uh, the garden sound, like they played great. The sound was a little muddy. Yeah, but I, I don't know what, what's with that. Like you, you know, the you dam see. didn't sound muddy though. I thought. Yes, the dam said yeah. For some the reason, the misfit sounded a little yeah. kind of like. And I, the, I, and I thought the, the sound got sound check, and I thought it was too. The low. sound got better. I thought as the show went on, or whatever they were doing. I don't know. I mean, Rancid sounded that, bad, but they just. You know, I'm not a Rancid fan. They so just I'm not all bad. You know, it, the thing to with me, Rancid, that's not punk rock. The, th the thing with Rancid is this: like, that's like Green Day. I haven't, I haven't that's listened. Like I think Green Day. I, I haven't listened. Green Day, I hate more than Rancid. <laughs> but I, I think yeah. Green Day and Rancid are the same fucking kind of same shit. Same shit. Yeah, but you know, I, I haven't listened to Rancid in quite a while. Just an opinion. And, Don't freak and, out. And uh, <laughs> I realized why I why I hate them. They actually suck. They yeah, I mean, really, just it's just like. The best songs from Rancid are the songs that sound like The Clash. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that's like <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, saying much, really. Well, you I can't mean, insult The Clash like that. No. No, it's a little sound like The Clash. Yeah. No. Well, we discussed it today, Mike. We're going to talk about the history of the Misfits a little bit, and we'll talk more about the show afterwards. Um... Misfits are just a legendary punk band. Uh, there's quite a few little mysteries. Maybe I'll get into with this band. There's a lot of like misinformation, and but people think different this, things. They said the original three was Dancer, right? Jerry only. Jerry only, and this guy Martinez. Right. Well, Martinez was the original drummer. Now yeah. the band formed in 1977 in Lodi, New Jersey. Uh, Danzig had been involved with some other bands previously with very little success. He was always into movies, uh, specifically horror movies horror and movie. B-movies and stuff. But uh, he, he named the band after Marilyn Monroe's last film, The Misfits, from 1961. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people yeah. think it's just like, you know, misfit. It's like misfit, misfit people, but, yeah. it, but it's not that. Was that movie ever put out? Yes. It was It's it was a good finished. film. I thought they... Uh no, no, no. They 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 put it out. Uh, it's Clark Abel's in there, right? Right. Uh, drummer Manny Martinez was uh, a friend of Danzig's, and uh, the two of them were walking down the street one day, and 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 Martinez <laughs> sees a bass guitar Martinez in the back of. Martinez pulled out a knife. <laughs> 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 this is gonna be a lumped up episode. I see it coming already. <laughs> uh, uh, Martinez sees a bass guitar in the back of a car, and it was a neighbor that they knew, a guy named Jerry Kayafa. Yeah. Uh, they asked Kayafa to join their band. He really had just started playing the bass. He, did, he, he really, did, you know, he played it for a month or two. He really didn't know. Yeah. Um, they didn't have a guitarist. That was that was the beginning. Uh, what they were using was an electric piano that Danzig would play and sing. Really. And they had a bass yeah, yeah. player. That's like and those drummer. demos we. Well, Cough Cool was yeah, the first yeah. single. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they put out that single called Cough Cool. Oh, yeah, Cough Cool. And you still just, a better piano player than fucking Billy Joel. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hands down, both hands tied behind his back. 
Who the fuck Billy Joel? <laughs> Don't ever bring Billy Joel up in the context of the Misfits. <laughs> I'll kill you. But that was an insult. <laughs> yeah, but just, you know. It's it's wrong to even do that. You know, you know what I love in the show with the guy from the ranch is say that I I can't I want, I've been here before, but it wasn't for a show. It yeah. was for Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was cool. That was I, cool. I that was he cool. mentioned wrestling that. Wrestling was wrestling and men were men. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Four feelings count. When, uh, okay, so when, when uh, <laughs> 1977, right, they put out their first single, Cough Cool, and it was on their own label called Blank Records. Uh, Jerry Kaiafa's name was misspelled on the label. Oh, yeah. So from then on, he just wanted to be known as Jerry. Jerry, only Jerry. But Jerry only get it? Jerry That's only. how it yeah, got really. to be. Yeah. He said, just call me, only call me Jerry. But it was just Jerry only. That, that, that name took a persona yep. of itself. Like he said, all right, because then Jerry the guy say Jerry, then it's a only Jerry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they start, they, name is Kayafa? Greek. Oh, oh, he's Greek. Yeah, my dentist's oh. name is Kayafa. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if he's related to him. But I mean, he yeah. comes imagine from Imagine Jerry only was your dentist. It, it, so, imagine that, man. He hit you with a basketball. <laughs> no, he doesn't come from behind me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's Greek. <laughs> oh, God. I heard that. Oh, God. I think we Where's your How come I can see both your hands? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um,. They started playing CBGBs a lot. This was in 1977. And in August of that year, they got the uh, guitarist Frank uh, Lecata, and he changed his name to Franche Coma. Okay, he was their first guitar player. Uh, they went in a more punk rock direction at this point. Uh, they got rid of the um, electric piano. Uh, Martinez would soon leave on, on drums, and he would be replaced by Jim Catania, also known as Mr. Jim, and he was playing drums. Mercury Records were courting them. Uh, what they did is they bought the name to Blank Records in exchange for 30 hours of studio time. Which I thought that was... Well, yeah, I, I, you know... Who got I, the best part of the deal I don't, on that one? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, <laughs> they, buy Manhattan Island? Yeah, it seems like they got... Yeah, it seems like they got a little beat, but they did, <laughs> they did use the 30 hours. So, you know, they recorded in January 1978 17 songs. Okay, now these are songs that Damn. were mixed for the Static Age album. Okay? Yeah, the Static Age yeah, album. Yeah, 14 out of those 17. But they couldn't find anybody that would be willing to release it. Even Mercury didn't want to put it yeah. out. Okay. Um, so, that's my phone. Uh, June in 1978, they released four songs on the Bullet single uh, on their own label that they started again called Plan 9 Records, named after Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yeah. Uh, Static Age was never released until the 1997 box set. Yeah. Okay, that came out. And uh, after the recording sessions, the band changed the theme of basically where they were going to go with, with writing songs. Everything became like uh, horror and sci fi related. Because uh, we started watching a lot more B movies. Like, you got a lot of you right, you movies. And then you used to have them, right? Yeah, yeah. U68, probably. The, you know, was U68 out of Jersey? I'm pretty, yeah, yeah it might have been. Show? Yes, that's That's right. the first time I saw the Misfits. It was first Halloween 1980. First the time Uncle I saw Floyd the Ramones show. was on Uncle Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Ramones were on there. That was a great show. They did a lot. It was. There was a lot of funny shit on that show. Thor was on there. Yes. Keeping the dogs away. Right, right. <laughs> that's true. They had like a superhero guy in tights. Remember, like running around, he messed with everybody. 
Um, okay, so they're going in more of like a horror punk direction, and and Glenn Danzig and uh, and Jerry only started wearing the the Devil Lock haircut. Yeah, that's when they started was it doing the Devil that. Devil Lock back then, or was it just no? They called it a Devil Lock. Song. No, no, they called it a Devil Lock. Uh, in October of '78, Coma. Uh, and shortly, Mr. Jim would quit the band over constant touring that they were doing, and they really didn't like this new horror direction too yeah. much. And they left in the middle of a Canadian tour. Yeah. Uh, two Fuck months Canada. later. Yeah, I know. Well, they. It's America life. Yeah, I know. I know. It's the 50, 51st state. <laughs> no, I have Canadian friends. I'm only kidding. They know. You know. Canada. You know what's funny? Some mayor. Did Mike? Did you say him that? That mayor. No, I didn't you send guys, that to him. What did yeah. you read this shit? Yeah, there was a mayor from Canada. Canada. From Canada, yeah. he just. Sure, no, he said. Oh, he was talking about these. So people wanted to change the diet on the school, and take off pork, and say you came to our country to live here. There's 57 other countries you can go to that don't eat pork, and then, but the way he wrote that up was brilliant. It was the it language. Was I love well. pork. And he was. I mean, I, I, I love bad killing no, pigs, but, but you he, know, no, but this hell? guy, this guy, this guy was a Muslim, and he wanted to stop. He said, "Why are you changing the whole diet just yeah. to help a few people?" So the guy just wrote this letter, but you know he was pissed off, and it's one of the greatest letters ever wrote. Didn't they turn budget. all the toilets around in England? In England, they did that. Yeah, they did. It's <laughs> <laughs> man. Right. Fuck you. you. Let's get let's get back to the. I know. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> we have all these shows that are just kind of mixing together oh now. They always just talk the same shit on every show. You okay. fly on all walls. All right. <laughs> now, now, two months later, they would be replaced, uh, uh, Mr. Jim in coma. Uh, by Joey Poole on drums, and he changed his name to Joey Image, and guitarist Bobby Caulfield, also known as Bobby Steele, would take over the guitar. Uh, this would be probably their best lineup as far as I'm concerned. Uh, this was like the real Misfits, the best material, everything that they had, uh, but that's just my opinion. Um, December of 78, they started with this new lineup. Uh, they put out the Horror Business EP in June of 79, and then that skeletal figure, the Crimson Ghost, became their official logo yeah. around that time. Uh, one thing you got to hand to the Misfits that I always loved about them is they were total DIY. Okay, total DIY. They had the, the Fiend Club, which was their fan club that Danzig and only ran. Uh, they would answer fan letters. They would they would give out special things to members, stickers, patches. I still got my patches on my jacket. But you know what? That's the ver- that was that version of the Kiss Army for them. Kind of like a punk rock version yeah, of the Kiss a, Army. Was I have the original version. bullet shirt, medium. Do you really? And it's, You were uh, a medium? It, well, I was skinny back then. Oh, and shit. I got the Misfits Fiend Club button. And I used to wear it on my MC. And everyone wanted to buy that off me. And I still yeah. got it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know. I think very, like they were doing that shit in the basement. They would put out flyers. You would get them in the mail notifying shows. They would catalogs of stuff that they would sell. Um, I have a Fiend Club license plate frame on my PT Cruiser. Oh, wow. Holy wow. shit, dick. You're a big... What a homo. What a homo. Paul Lynn, now that's gay. <laughs> Wasn't that great back then? Like, people were gay, but they were on, like, talk shows and nobody cared. Yeah. It was just kind of like, well, yeah, I think Rip, Rip, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Yeah. Rip Taylor. He would throw fucking confetti around in your face, and, yeah. and everybody knew he was gay. But Liberace, nobody Liberace was another yeah. one. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, June of 1979, The Damned opened. Uh, they opened up for The Damned here in the city. And uh, it was at that, this point that they had discussed with the band, uh, sp specifically Dave Vaney and the singer, about going on tour with them in the UK. Now, um, in November of 79, they released the Night of the Living Dead single. And it was right after that that they flew to the UK to go on tour with The Damned. But there was kind of like a misunderstanding. Uh, they ended up doing two shows only with The Damned because Dave Vanian, I think, didn't take totally seriously the offer that he made to, to take them on tour. So when they got there, they really couldn't go on tour with them in the UK. It just was going to be for two shows. Yeah. Um, at that point, Joey Image quit the band and uh, uh, Jerry Only was actually staying with Sid Vicious's mother. He had become friends with her around the time when Sid Vicious died. He was friends with Sid Vicious. He was oh, yeah. actually at the apartment really? on at the apartment on Bank Street when, when he was at the party oh, where see. Vicious OD'd and died. And Jerry, wow. Yeah, Jerry Only was there. Um, and he befriended uh, Sid Vicious's mom, so he kind of stayed with her. Um, and so basically it was like Bobby Steele and Danzig. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it occurred to me that that could be possible, but it's—I don't—I don't know. This is bitch's mom. Come here. <laughs> she was a little freaky. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's mother. Yeah. Well, she supposedly is the one that gave, gave him, him the, the fucking final, final dose. Wow. She admitted that on her deathbed. So he don't go to jail. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So so, it was at this point in London. See, the band uh, image had left. So it was Bobby only, Bob, uh, Bobby Steele, Jerry only, and Danzig were hanging out. And uh, they ended up getting arrested one night. <laughs> and that's how they got the, the, the song London Dungeon. That's, that's my favorite yeah, that's song. song. Yeah. Grade 45. Uh, grade 45, yep. I mean, just tonight when they played it, I was just like, I can't believe I'm hearing this. this yeah, at Madison Square Garden. At Madison Square Garden. And people, like 20,000 people singing it too. Yep, yep. I mean, who would think that you'd see, like, you know, Mommy, Can I Go Out and Kill Tonight? And that's the square garden. I was, it was, I guess it was 80 or 81 at Richmond High School. I had the bullet shirt, and I got called down to the dean, and they said, yeah. don't wear that to school again. Yeah, because it's oh, Kennedy's okay. head blasted out. Yeah, that's the best part. That's the best part. Fuck the Kennedys. They're a bunch yeah. of criminals. <laughs> I love that they, they showed... They still are. Yeah. I love that they showed the video of... Well, of the Zapruder of, film and everything. Yeah, they were uh, showing that behind uh, it. It's brutal, man. Yeah. Yeah, the graphics are really good. Yeah. <laughs> now, upon return from uh, from England, they would release the Beware EP in January of 1980. And this is when they got drummer, uh, new drummer, Arthur Googie. Uh, his name was really Arthur McGookin. They call him Arthur Googie. <laughs> All right. Now Jerry's Jerry's younger brother, Jerry Only's younger brother, uh, his name was Paul, and he was learning how to play guitar. And Danzig and Jerry Only were, were teaching him, and he was a fan of the band. Uh, he changed his name to Doyle, Doyle, and they the band started recording an album uh, for Plan Nine, Plan Nine record label in April of '80, and it was during these. Uh, it was during these recordings that things would kind of go bad. Uh, Doyle was, I think unbeknownst to Bobby Steele, uh, Doyle was recording his own guitar parts for the album, okay, separate from the band. And Jerry Only was, was, was basically 
trying to convince Glenn to throw Bobby out of the band, that he felt Doyle was a better fit. Okay, now, you know, I've heard all kinds of stories with this. I'm not going to get into the he said, she said shit. But I still think it's, you know, it's an underhanded thing. I mean, they did it behind his back. Yeah. But uh, and at, the ta- at the time, yes, at the time, uh, Doyle was only 16 years old. Okay, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I never understood having a kid in the band, you know. But I guess Do- uh, Jerry Doyle being his brother felt he could control him, you know, whatever the situation. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was at this point that they threw Bobby Steele out. Okay, uh, during the recording sessions, and they put Doyle in. Now, Steele started the Undead immediately. He had, you know, things going on. He had no problem starting the Undead, which he still has today, and they still play constantly. I've seen them many times. Uh, Doyle would debut live with the Misfits at Irving Plaza on Halloween of that year. The Misfits always did a Halloween show in October, just like we had tonight. Yep. Okay, that was that was a tradition. Um, and in April 81, they would release the Three Hits from Hell EP. Uh, and it was out of the earlier sessions that they had with Bobby Steele, but they took out Bobby's parts and they put in Doyle's parts. On the, I would like on to the hear the recording. original. Probably uh, so it is. It's called, it, there is. It's called 12 Hits from Hell. Okay, you can get it. You can listen oh. to it on YouTube. Yeah. It's different versions of London Dungeon, different versions of Where Evil's There. Slight, you could tell it's slightly different. No, but the London Dungeon 45, that's... Uh, that's, I think that that... Bobby Steele's playing on that. I think he's playing on that. No, no, London Dungeon is not on uh, Three Hits From Hell, is it? Uh, 12, 12 Hits From Hell, is it? I'm trying to remember. No, it's on... It was earlier than that. It was yeah. earlier than that. No, these were, these were songs that ended up on, like, Walk Among Us okay. and things like Vampira, okay? Like, with Bobby Steele on, on, on uh, guitar. All right, but uh, you know this is the problem with the Misfits is is there was a lot of infighting and shit going on, and they just took his parts and put Doyle's parts over it and released it that way, this way, leaving Bobby out. Yeah, you know, um, not not cool. Now uh, later on uh, in in '81 they would start working on the Walk Among Us album. Okay, uh, it was supposed to come out on the Plan Nine label. But instead, uh, it was they accepted an offer from Slash Records to put it out. And in October 81, they released two more tracks from prior recordings, um, and it, that became the Halloween uh, single. Yeah. Okay. Uh, November 20th of 81, they recorded a live performance in San Francisco, uh, and it was there that they got to be friends with Black Flag, the band, the hardcore band Black Flag, and that would be a friendship that would continue until the end of the band. Yep. Uh, Henry Rollins uh, was very tight with uh, Jerry Only and, and, and Glenn. Uh, I know there's a bootleg of him singing. Yes. The All 138. I think yes. it's at Whiskey. It, I think it was at the show in San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. They, they, you know, that, that actually became Evil Live. That oh. album. I'll get into that in a minute. Ticati. Love it. Uh, Walk Among Us will be released in March of 1982 on Slash Records, and it would really be the only full-length album that would come out during the original incarnation of the band. They just had some singles, some EPs. This was the first full album. Uh, They ended up going on a national tour. Now, it was during this tour that a lot of the infighting really just kind of spilled over and went crazy. 
uh, Danzig and, and, and Googie, the drummer, got into a fight at McDonald's, and uh, he threw him out of the band. Danzig threw him out. Uh, they over ended up fries. Uh, yeah, who knows what it was over? Over a McRib. Yeah, o- over a McRib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the last McRib on the front. <laughs> Man, it's mine. Now, That's also, it. You're out of the band. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to get onion rings. Okay. <laughs> You're out. Um, I can see that in White Castle, but not Burger King. Yeah. I never. I don't like Burger King fries. Do you? No. It no. used to be good, and it turned into that crap. White Castle's the best. White, White Castle's, Castle's, White Castle's, Castle's White the best. Castle fries. White and Castle, they got the better fights in there. Even, even, their impo- <laughs> even, their impo- even their Impossible Burgers are better than the Burger King Impossible Burgers. Yeah, they have yeah. All the things yeah. you learn from the rock show. Yep, yep. About fast food. Okay, so um, when they went on this tour, this national tour, um, that was in July of 82, and it was right after Doyle graduated from high school. <laughs> okay, so he's now 18. Um, in September of 82, they were on that national tour with the band Necros. Uh, it was the a Necros? Band, ne- the Necros, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the them? Necros. Remember that? Yeah, and they played with them a lot. Now, it was during this, this part of the tour they got arrested in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. They were. They New were. Orleans. They were looking. They fucked for, up the gumbo. They were looking for Marie Laveau's grave. Marie Laveau is the queen of voodoo that died like in the 1800s in, yeah. in New Orleans, oh. and her grave is actually in St. Louis uh, Cemetery. And I don't know where <laughs> they went, but they they were looking for it. And in the process, they were accused of grave robbing. Because they stole some shit. That is the name of the band the Necros? Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't the Necros, it was the Misfits that got arrested. Oh. It was the Misfits. Stay, calm down. Yeah, the stay, ne- stay with it. The Necros. The Necros. Necrophiliacs. Necrophilia. That's what it's. Now, they had enough money to bail themselves out, but they didn't stick around. They just jumped bail, and they went to Florida to catch their next gig. Uh, in November of 81, that San Francisco show from, from earlier would come out as Evil Live, and that would be released only to Fiend Club members. Ooh. Okay, you couldn't get it. Uh, seven tracks were, were included with that. Uh, now, at this point, Danzig was growing unhappy with the band. Uh, he had confided in Henry Rollins that he was thinking about leaving the band. Um, it would take a little time, but in July of 83... The Misfits released Earth AD uh, slash Wolf's Blood. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to talk about this album for a minute. Tell me, George, what you think. I always, you know, it, people kind of put that album down. I think it's, it's fucking I think, awesome. I think, I, think, I think it's genius. It's, yeah. diff- it's different than their other stuff. It's not yeah. as melodic. Well, that album's more hardcore. That, it's hard, it's hardcore, hardcore, heavy, hardcore heavy and thrash. It's heavy metal. It's yeah, hardcore metal. and thrash. Yeah. I think, it's I the think first they invent, invented partially thresh. invented that yes. genre I, with I, that I, album. That's what I was going to say. They were ahead of the curve. They, they were, they they were about three or four years ahead of everybody. Yeah. Okay. The and Danzig, and he wasn't doing like the Cookie Monster voice. Danzig could sing, so yeah. it was just like even when they did Green Death tonight, the way they just go, yeah, it's like fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do it. Well, yeah, I used to listen to that album over and over and over again. Green. I remember I got so sunburned at Rockaway Beach, I couldn't fucking go to school, and my skin was peeling off. And I was playing that album over and over and over again. 
Well, the whole album's about 16 <laughs> minutes long. All right, it, uh, it's actually about 16 minutes long, so it's great for people like me that don't have an attention short. Sure. You know, I have no attention span, which we is why I like the Ramones span. and the Misfits and songs that are 59 seconds long. Right? <laughs> do it I can it, don't bother. Yeah, please. Anything yeah. else you play in jazz, okay? Please. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, when they released that album, it, it kind of come. I think it brought a lot of fans to them yeah. that maybe wouldn't have been fans. Okay, it was yes. like this new hardcore sound mixed with heavy metal. Um, they had gotten uh, uh, a drummer named Robo. Okay, from oh, by the Robo way, Flag. Well, that album influenced Metallica, oh, Slayer, absolutely. and all those other absolutely. people, which created Thrash. Just I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, so that's Robo, okay. great Ro- Robo would, was with them at that point, but he would leave right after Earth AD came yeah. out. Uh, in October of 29th of 1983. It would all come crashing down in Detroit. Um, it's always Detroit. It's always Detroit. Something, always, the something always happens in Detroit. Uh, the band Necros they were playing with again. Um, they didn't find they a used, body. Right. They had used, um, excuse me, they weren't playing with Necros. Who they had on drums was the Necros former drummer, okay, named Brian Damage. And they thought he was going to be a Brian good... Dennehy? Brian Dennehy? Brian Dennehy, yes, Brian Damage. Um, they thought he was going to be a good fit for the band, but it turned out at this gig he was so drunk he couldn't even play. Okay, so uh, you know the the, the uh, Todd guy's name was Todd's uh, what was his name Todd Swalla. Okay, from the Necros. Yeah. Actually finished the gig. Uh, Danzig in the middle of that show or at the end of the show makes an announcement that this is it. This is the last Misfit show you're ever going to see. So they went back to Lodi, New Jersey, and went their separate ways. That was 1983. Now, that's when I was actually really starting to get into them. Yeah. Okay, and then they broke up. And I went, oh, I'm never going to see these guys until tonight. Until tonight. Until tonight. Okay, And then so. after that, Die, Die, My Darling came out, right? That was after they broke up. or No, that was already out. It I was think, already I out. I think it oh. was already out. Yeah. Because that's a great EP, too. It is, it is. Um... 1983 to 1995, there's a 12-year period where they were non-existent, okay? So, uh, Danzig went on to make uh, Sam Hain, that, uh, that band, and he made a solo album, uh, a couple of solo albums in that yep. time. And uh, he was good. Well, I, I saw him at Irving Plaza. You went to that show, right? It was like 88, 89? Yeah, I was many many He just yeah. sang. Yeah. Yeah, it was did he do Misfit songs that night? I think he did. He did like an acapella. No, he was the evil Elvis, you know. I'm trying to remember if he did Misfit songs. I can't remember. I was too long. I think up. he might have covered like one or two songs. Yeah, I think Not he. I think many, he but... did one or two or something at the end. Um, it was during this point in the early '80s that Metallica would come along. You just mentioned. All right, now they would cover Last Caress and Green Hell on uh, the Garage Days Revisited album. Yeah, okay. that's, that's a and I think that uh, the fact that Metallica covered those songs, wore Misfit shirts on stage, gave and Guns N' Roses. Well, Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses, Duff, Duff was a punk in in, in Guns right. N' Roses. He yeah. was the punk guy, and he would wear Misfit shirts. Um, they and would actually get a Misfit song. They would cover Attitude. Yes, on uh, the song Attitude yeah. on the Spaghetti Incident album. Oh yeah, I they do. That. They do a good version of it. Was that um, a slight on Italians? 
spaghetti incident. Spaghetti incident. You nah. offended at that? No. Italian? No, I was not offended. <laughs> Nothing. You can't offend me. Just look at me. I'm a walking offense. I, I you know, I can't, I can't, uh, no, no one can offend me. It's all about punk. If you're not offending somebody, you're not doing it right. You gotta offend somebody. Fuck you and your feelings. I, I offend you all by not giving a fuck. I offend you because I don't give a fuck. Right. And farting in a cab. <laughs> you, you did, you dirty fuck. I know you did. You see, you rolled down the windows. We were all yeah. squeezed in the back of the cab. <laughs> we, 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 we were coming coming back, three of us coming, ba- coming back here from Madison Square Garden. We were like, we were like, 10 pounds of shit in a five pound box. It was just These like. Two guys, I was on the hump, so they squeezed me together. And you told farted. me to sit on your lap, you big homo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's never happened. Oh. Like, it's not gay if you don't like it. Right. Let's get back to the Misfits for a minute, okay? Now, that period between 83 and 95, the band didn't exist, but there was material coming out. Danzig was mostly in charge of it. Uh, he wrote most of the songs and the, yeah. you know, the music and everything. So what he was doing was he was putting out these, these compilations, almost like greatest hit stuff, and uh, he was overdubbing with the music with his own you know, instruments. So he didn't have to pay fucking Jerry Only or any of the others. So they all sued his ass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this would be years of legal battles that would go on. And uh, eventually, Jerry Only would give up trying to get control of the music and what change. What did Sandy say to your he, wife, Mary? Oh, right. Marie Laveau. That's right. Marie That's Marie. right, baby. That's my wife, my voodoo wife. It's an inside joke <laughs> between me and Sandy. That's an inside joke. Voodoo. Voodoo. Um, <laughs> okay, like Voodoo I said, J- J- Jerry only would give up trying to get rights to the music. Instead, he tried to get control of the Crimson Ghost logo and trademark that and control that, which was I thought was a pretty smart move on his part because that logo, the Crimson Ghost, I think people know that more than they know the band. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. you could, you could show that to somebody in, like, I don't know, Iraq or something, and they probably know it. Okay, it's on skateboards now. It's on fucking oh, it's on ice, sneakers, rubbers, <laughs> condoms. I don't know. It's probably on all kinds of shit. Uh, but he's got control of that logo. Now, 1995 would start the uh, Mikhail Graves Graves era. Okay, and I got to see them on this this uh, this lineup. Um, Doyle and Jerry were, uh, were, and they had a guy named Dr. Chud on drums, okay. Uh, Danzig was asked to join, but he refused, so they were looking for a singer. And uh, they would get uh, Mikhail Graves, okay. Uh, Dave Vanian actually was considered from the band to join, but he he refused. Yeah, he refused. And uh, Doyle, this is when Doyle actually extended his name a little bit further. And he changed it to Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, which he still uses today. And, and Danzig introduced him on stage yeah. with that name. It's like you can be Jay Malmsteen, so you don't get it mixed up with I, anybody else. I don't think you can mix Mal- him and, and Doyle, okay? Um, 1996, the Misfits box set would come out, the Coffin box set. Yeah, and the action figures. And, and the action figures. And this was when they, you were starting to see the Misfits get involved in wrestling. So I'll let you talk about that because you're a big wrestling guy. You remember that, right? Well, well they came, they, they came in and they were just like, 
it was just like a band, and they played a few other songs and stuff. And yeah. it was nothing. It was nothing too crazy. Didn't Jerry only wrestle somebody? I think he did wrestle somebody, but it was like a very brief. Quick, like he walked thing. in and like smacked the guy. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was something like Jerry Loader did and stuff like that. They did like, and then you know who copied that years later? They say Clown Posse Clown copied Clown the same. Posse. Yeah. But one of them got thrown off a fucking bus and almost died. And <laughs> His career was over by then. But the mystery did get involved, but they did play a lot of music for some of the wrestlers, like the entrance music, just like Motorhead and all this. So that's what they were doing at the time. But um, it was a very short lived. But he was like, he came in and the guy said something, dancing, just smacked him. him. And that pretty much was it for his wrestling career. You think that's fake? Open hand smack. And um and it was it was it was just ridiculous. It was like, who the fuck are these guys? These fucking clowns. I thought it was like a real tag team or something. When I first saw these guys in makeup come in there and stuff. It was funny, man. Yeah, the Undertaker reject. Now, the Undertaker reject. Yeah. When when they came out with the coffin box set, I was I was ecstatic because it was the first time you could get uh, the Static Age album and all this material in one place, and you know on CD. Okay. Yeah. And what was great about that set too was the book. Um, one thing about the Misfits, especially when you were listening to them on like crappy cassette tapes, like I was for years, because you could you could never find you know if you had a, one friend that had you know "Die Die My Darling" EP, you you would you know record it for somebody and make twenty copies of the of yeah. the cassette. So I always had like shitty copies of everything, and you couldn't understand what the hell Glenn was ever saying. Glenn, Glenn's Glenn's the lyrics were. For the Misfits were very hard to understand. Yeah. Okay. But when they came out with the box set, they actually had lyrics in the in the box set. I was like, wow, okay, that's what he's saying? All right. I had an epiphany when he did horror business. I yeah. think he pre saw the whole thing of transgenders going into the bathroom. Don't go in the you bathroom. You don't go, go in the bathroom, in the bathroom with, me. with me. Bob Mirror's all black boy, yo. Yeah. I think <laughs> he pre saw that. Uh, wow. They should so have Glenn, like transgenders. Is, 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 Glenn, is, Glenn, showing, da- uh, is Glenn Danzig a prophet? He, I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what was the funny thing about that show when you saw them come out there yeah. and you look at the group and the guys that got there it's like this original was a true trio and then it became like a fucking five piece it was five pieces today right? well they had they had backing yeah. you know AC Spade was playing yeah. guitar to help look Doyle's not the greatest guitar player all right. I mean, everybody everybody knows that. So like, but he looks good. He just looks great because he's all buff and with the fucking devil. I mean, you gotta have him. Yeah. There, okay. And he plays adequate enough. But if you want to throw in some leads and things like that, he can't do it. So, you know, you would think after forty years he probably could, but he can't. <laughs> you know? So you know, uh, they got that back in guitar. That the fucking mischiefs open up for the dab. Right. Forty years later, the da- damned opening for them. For the business, well, that's, yeah, I mean, th- these things happen. You remember the story with Kiss and Blue Oyster Cult? Oh yeah. But they opened for Blue Oyster Cult one year at Nassau Coliseum, I think it was, and a year to the day, going forward, uh, uh, the next year, Blue Oyster Cult was opening for Kiss. That's fucking crazy. So, things like that happen in music. Um, it's they, uh, because Blue Oyster Cult wrote the song ME262. <laughs> I, 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 that's one band I just never could get into that much. Really, do you like Blue Oyster Cult? Uh, 
Well, I like the song Godzilla. Yeah. Dun, 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 That's dun, a good song. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, I guess Don't Fit a Reaper. I guess I like that. I don't Godzilla. Know. Don't Fit a Reaper. Yeah. Is, Is that, there a new Godzilla movie? It's great. Yeah. Do they have the song from Boris the Cold? No. Isn't that the one where Christopher Walken, more cowbell, more More cowbell. Yeah, Yeah, that's the the one. And it's true. I actually saw Blueish the Cult, and who was it? um, I can't remember saying he would hit a cowbell. Yeah. Uh, Bloom. Eric Bloom. Eric Bloom. I've done gold albums. I need more cowbell. (laughs) More Farrell, right? I got a fever. And it's called for cowbells. Right. And at the, round, explore uh, the space. Uh, around the same time as the uh, the coffin box set, the, this new lineup with Mikhail Graves on vocals would release the American Psycho LP. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And they, you know, they did a video for that song, which is great. They come out of like coffins, and they're all done up, and you know. Um, also, in by nineteen ninety nine, they would come out with a second album called Famous Monsters. I think that that's, you know, a, a lot of Misfits fans don't like. The Mikhail Graves era, yeah, because it's they say, well, it's really not the Misfits. Well, okay, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, it, it's. I guess it has to be Glenn Danzig for some people to be yeah. happy. Uh, but you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, J- Jerry only had to continue. I guess they could have called it something else. I love the Famous Monsters album. I think it's the best out of those two yeah, those that two. they did. You know, um, <clears throat> in two thousand and. Uh, Okay, what would happen after after that second album came out? Uh, they started some a, a lot of touring, and it was during that tour that there was some problems in the band. Uh, Dr. Chud and Mikhail Graves would actually quit the band in October 25th of 1999. They always had a problem keeping the band keep Yeah, I don't know if it's Jerry only, or it was Glenn, Glenn Danzig before. I don't know. They just, Carnivorous they just, humanoid underground dweller. Yeah. You, That's you, what that meant. Yeah, sure. You want to hear something funny? That um, there was a shirt that the WWF did, the original Mankind shirt. It looked like the Misfits, that his mask looked like the Misfits thing. And they really? really put a sits and a sits on the church and they had to change the shirt. Oh. And they had to discontinue the church, the shirt, because they looked just like pretty much, it was the Misfits logo with, with a little, with like a leather strap on the face. <laughs> With a ball gag. With a ball, With a ball gag. It was, gag it was on fucking it. ridiculous. Wow. It was, it was something like that. They were like, that shirt did not last. Gimp misfits. After, uh, after Mikhail Graves left the band, Jerry only took reins of the, of the whole thing. Um, he would bring Des Kadena in from Black Flag to play guitar. Uh, and Marky Ramon joined on drums for a little while. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, Marky yeah, briefly. Um, Doyle would quit the band at this point. He didn't want the direction it was going. He didn't want Des Kadena in the band, and he ended up quitting. Um, this was when they came out with the Project 1950 album, an album of covers. So it would be Jerry on bass and singing now yeah. as well. And uh, I like that album. It's uh, you know They do like some interesting 50s and 60s covers, Elvis yeah. and... and uh, the Monster Mash and like a bunch of other. Yeah. Well, I saw that lineup in the Misfits. I did. Actually, they were pretty I did. good. Like I did. Jerry only could sing the song. He could sing. He's good. got a little yeah. bit of a voice. He could. He could definitely yeah. sing. Um, now that album was all covers. Uh, December of two thousand and four, Doyle would join Danzig on stage. 
okay, yes. uh, during some of yeah. his, his stuff. And uh, he ended up doing like, Danzig would do like a 30 minute encore of like Misfit songs. And Doyle like would come out on stage and do it. And this happened, I think, several times. Um, Did from, Jerry have a problem with that? No, not really. I don't know. I mean, it's his brother. I guess he can do what he wants. Um, th this was all, it, it was a matter of time before they would start to get back together. It really was. Um, in 2011, they came out with the Devil's Reign album. I saw them. I saw them on this tour at BB King's. This was Des Kadena on guitar, and Jerry Jerry was singing. Can you believe that they played BB King yeah. today? They and played they were in the MSG. Garden. I was thinking about that. The last time That's I like, last time I saw the Misfits was that BB King show. And those shows are a small show, man. Yeah, I know. And now they're playing. Was the that when Vinny got hit in the eye? Was that no, Motorhead? that was Motorhead. That was Motorhead. Yeah, one thing too, I want to mention. I was thinking about this tonight. Me and you. I've been to some of the fucking best concerts yes. I have ever seen, including tonight. But yes. we've seen the Cramps together more yes. than once. Yeah, yeah. Warsaw. Like Warsaw. And, and he walked out with his high heel pumps and, and walked out on the top of his feet because I thought he was going to fall Yep, off. yep. <laughs> and uh, and Motorhead. He didn't break his heel. He walked better than most girls in he'd, heels. He'd, imagine, Let me tell you, you see how big that shoe was? I know. It's, it's like a you know, 15. He, he would like, yeah, it was like a 15 drink. 4E. He would pour champagne into it and fucking drink right, yeah, out of his yes, shoe. Yes, Six right. bastard, Lux Interior. One of, the best front, one of the best front men ever. Uh, we saw Cramps. We saw uh, Motorhead. We saw Coxborough. Yes, we At saw Warsaw. Coxborough, yeah. Coxborough, They're fucking good. Um, the Cult? We saw the Cult, I think, at Terminal 6. What did they, they, I no, 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 Terminal no, 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 was it the, no, we saw uh, Public Image. That's, at yes, Terminal Pill. 5. Yeah, that was a, that good, was show. a good show. And Iggy Pop, were you at the Iggy Pop show when you played then? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe at that one. Yeah, we've been to a lot of shows over the years. Um... So after the 2011 album came out, uh, Devil's Reign, uh, it would, there would start to be like talk about the band getting back together, but it would take a few years. Uh, 2016, the original lineup of Doyle, Jerry, and Danzig played a few shows. Uh, they started with the Riot Fest in yep. Chicago and in Denver. Uh, they had Dave Lombardo of Slayer on drums, and they, this is when they brought AC Slade into uh, into the band as a backing guitar player, uh, and AC Slade played tonight. Yeah. Okay. Did Dave uh, Lombardo play tonight? You know who was on drums tonight? I think it was. He Dave. said Dave Lombardo. Did he say Dave yeah, Lombardo? So it must be him. Yeah, it was I was him. so far away. I thought Slayer was actually on tour at this point, so no, I. No, but they they have Dave Lombardo hasn't been with them. He hasn't been with them, right? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. All right. I wasn't sure. And everything led up to tonight which was a fantastic fucking show. Um, opening bands were, were good, except for Ransom. Oh, but, but, uh, living up to their name. Living up to their name, they were Ransom. Rotten. They were, they were, rotten. They were yeah. Ransom. We're going to shit on Ransom right now, right? Yeah, they were Ransom. They, they, they were they fucking stunk, shit. Right? Yeah. That stunk. It was terrible. <laughs> even drinking free beer, it was brutal getting through them. Yeah, it's true. I was sitting there drinking free beer, and it was miserable. It was brutal. It was miserable. It was brutal. I went and took a big shit when they were playing. Well, yeah, I took a piss. That was definitely a bad tune break. Definitely a bad tune break. That's what he cleared me up. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah Rance. Yeah, Rance. Oh, 
Let me stay in here oh and wipe, wipe, wipe a little extra so I don't have to listen to this. They were terrible, yeah. man. You know, yeah. like the damn were really fucking good. They came the out there. They, they, they came out. They did. They did fucking love song, smash it up. Uh, uh, what's that other one? I just can't be happy today. Uh, then they did neat, neat, neat. They did fucking uh, new rose. That was that was fantastic. Um, what do you got? A big fly? Fly. There's a giant fly in here. It's like kill that fucking big. Kill that motherfucker. But when the Misfits came on, what's the first song they did? Do you remember? Death comes ripping. Oh yeah, he was. Oh, you, death comes ripping. You, know? you put that so that you put I, that on Facebook. I put that right on away. Facebook right away, just when they came out. Everybody, check out my my page. I play that song when I fart. Do you? Yeah. Comes death ripping. comes ripping. Like um, you're an asshole, dude. But why was Ransom so bad? Because they just suck. They they, they, they've, they've sucked the last twenty seven years. Yeah. They they suck. Yeah, they were like I was like I wasn't you know, into it. What was funny is when they came out. I remember being like, look at these guys. Okay, like, they're just supposed to, they look like... Well, remember they, the they, one album, he has like a mohawk, mohawk. and he's, he's ripping off the Minor Threat album. All right, the whole, right. And, 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 I was, and I'm like, oh, come on. It's Does nobody done. remember this? It's been done. It, was done. it was done ten years earlier. Yeah. Okay? And I always thought they were trying to rip off GBH in a way, too. That yes. Whole look. Yeah. I love GBH. We should do a fucking show on GBH I just bought well I got uh, actually a, a friend of mine got it for me for my birthday my 50th birthday uh, it's a the book about GBH it's called City Babies okay I gotta read it have it ready yeah City but Babies. once I read it we'll do a show on it because the GBH is a sick fucking band yeah yep Great Britain Hooligans the Great Britain right? Hooligans yep so I thought it was Grievous Bodily Harm that too. The, that too. Oh, Grievous okay. Bodily Home. That's another one. They had a That's couple like of their version of an Aggravated Assault. Right. You know what's funny? This is actually the first episode filmed in the bunker. It the rock show in the bunker, yeah. In the bunker. We had a hidden right. location. Zero miles. <laughs> Just like the Watchmen. We look like we're in a U-boat with that ship on. meters. Das Boots. Das Boots. Das Boots. Uh, but this is um, this is the countdown to the Watchmen. <laughs> Watchmen, yeah. Tomorrow, I heard, that, I heard the that's going to be good. I heard that's good. Start tomorrow. November 15th, Man in the High Castle comes back. Oh, yeah. I can't Amazon wait to see Prime. that either. Can't wait to Final see that season. Final season. Because yep. they already went beyond the book. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to wrap it up. How they're going to end it. The world's going to end. Did you see the thing for Jojo Rabbit? That looks pretty funny. Oh my God! Is wait, that, wait, is that what Hitler like? Yeah, like, like, the, like, like Hitler, the Hitler's kid. the imaginary yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that friend. and I went, "What the fuck?" It's like a little kid's imaginary friend is Hitler. Hello. Yeah, you know, it's, you and, know, and it's, he was on he was on fucking Jimmy Kimmel the other night, right? That guy, I don't know his name, the, the, the guy who's yeah. in the, playing Hitler and he wrote the movie. And he, was he, directed on, it. he was in the movie Thor. He directed Thor. He was even a character. Now, now I'm watching this the other night because I couldn't sleep. I never fucking watched Jimmy Kimmel, but I was having a problem sleeping. I might to go to Jimmy Kimmel Live on Monday. I remember, yeah. I can shit on him there. Yeah. And he had this guy on, and I'm watching this, and they're, they're showing what it is. And I'm thinking... If this was anybody else, they would make a fucking stink about this, oh, yeah, and it would totally, be offensive. Yeah, yeah. But because what this guy's like, you know, on their side politically or whatever, that they don't say nothing. 
I, I was like, you know, I, I went like, how is he getting away with making this movie? <laughs> well, it looks funny. I mean, it, look, it so actually does. It look reminds me like when yeah. L. Brooks did the producer. Yeah, but people can't so do the producer. But it actually, it actually you won. It actually won something. Won award. Could it say that it's a? It says it's a very interesting movie. I gotta give a shout out to Zach and the Banana oh, Show setting those up right there. Zach's watching. watching. All right, man. After breaking up a bar fight, they're closer to the bar now. I don't know which. What happened? He, he, he broke up a bar fight. Oh, and man. And I was watching us while he closed the bar. Okay. Hope everything <laughs> so was all right. Out, yeah. Hope you're all right. Um, but then, I can't wait to see that fucking movie. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. It That's looks fantastic. Funny, and I want to see the Joker because it's yeah. pissing everyone off. I, I, want to go, I want to go see the Joker in the next couple of days. The Joker is good. I heard all the good stuff. Even Scotty the Clown said so it was very good. Yeah, Scotty the Clown liked it. It was very good. So uh, it's going to cause mass shootings and all this shit. Speaking so they got all these cops. Fucking, yeah. It's a fucking goddamn movie. Speaking of Scotty right. the Clown, uh, me and you have a new show. Yeah. Okay, it's called uh, Rocker Mike and Rob Presents. Is it going to be Rob or Rob Rossi? What are we using? Rob. Rocker Mike and Rob Presents. It's not going to be a regular show. We might do it once or twice a month. Uh, we're going to interview people. We're going to talk about anything, different things. It's not going to be a rock show. It's not going to be a conspiracy show. It's just going to be like we'll talk about whatever, and we're going to have guests, yeah. and we'll talk about shit. And coming up on the 30th, the night before Halloween, we got Scott the Clown. He's going to come back on. He was on a couple, uh, what, two months ago when he did the the uh, Nefarious show at the Hard Swallow. Yeah. We had him on. He was in full makeup. I wonder if he'll be in makeup for... Our show again. Clown. King, clown. 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 Uh, we're going to talk about horror movies on that show. And uh, one that we're definitely talking about is Freaks. The other one we haven't decided yet. So stay tuned for information on that. Uh, we'll spend an hour talking about two different movies. One will be Freaks. I think one should be Frank and the other one should be the, the, the Grinch that stole Christmas. That was a horror movie. <laughs> I was thinking there's a there's Salem's a movie lot. there's a Salem's movie called uh, there's a movie called Mad Love that Peter Lorre was in uh, from the 1930s that's really <laughs> sick. Yes. He's a Lorre. Yes, yeah. we might do that. One too, but we'll see. So that's all I got for you today, Rob. I don't know. That was a pretty good um, song of the day. You got your wish at the show. They yeah. said they should only be playing Ramon songs, and pretty much almost every song they played before the they did. They, they did the right thing. They played, and the they even did Pet Cemetery twice. Pet Cemetery. I was, yeah. I heard that about my right. Chainsaw, Judy and the Punk, a lot off the first album they did. I heard Sedated twenty times. I need to hear that. At least they played it. If I could pick a Misfits album. I would say it's the 12 hits from hell. It's hard to find it. Uh, check it out on YouTube. They got the whole album on there. You can listen to it. Uh, these are like alternate versions, and, and it was, you know, when Bobby Steele was on guitar, so you should check it out. Uh, the song of the day, or song of the week, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, have to, I have to just say it's what I saw at the garden tonight, okay? They actually did Skulls that was go off of Walk Among Us and there was 20,000 people singing Hack the Heads Off Little Girls and Put It On My Wall okay <laughs> the, you know the lyrics and also when they did you know Mommy Can I Go Out and Kill Tonight everybody was singing that yeah it's a what Mommy Can I Go Out and Kill Tonight <laughs> I mean you know 
their lyrics are fucking sick. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're like. The Ramones make great lyrics, and the Misfits make fucking great lyrics. Yeah, the one about the mom so getting into the mom yeah. in the pool. Right. I got something to say. I killed your baby today. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter much to me. You know, it's like, I raped your mother today as yeah. long as she spread. It's you great. know, it's like... Uh, <laughs> it was fucking brutal. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- of course, Mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? Maybe. Mommy. Anyway. So next week... We got a special show lined up for the rock show. Uh, we're gonna do a show on Black Sabbath. Yeah. Okay, and we'll get into Ozzy's early solo career with Randy Rhodes. We got a special guest coming on to talk about that. And uh, where can we find you, Rob? You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Opium Dance. Uh, Opium Dance. And uh, what's your wild uh, local? Uh, Local Korean massage parlor, yeah, which are end- very good. Happy, happy ending place down the street. <laughs> That's where he goes. That's pretty much where you can find yeah. George. Where can people find you? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> Jail. I just thought about the, okay, the, pre- the local me. precinct. He's a, <laughs> he might have been the guy that found the guy in the tunnel oh, with the swamp thing. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, swamp thing. swamp thing. Adrian Balbo. Yowzers. Oh, yeah. If you're looking for me, I'm Rocker Mike. You can find me on Instagram, Rocker Mike212. If you want to tweet me, I'm on Twitter, Rocker Mike3. And I'm on Facebook, very active there, as long as I'm not in Facebook jail. And the name is Michael Baker, B A K E R. 16 violations. 16 violations. Did I say that? 16 violations. So, you were like, I don't know what know, I did wrong. It says, um, it says 16 violations. <laughs> 16 violations. Yeah, what the hell do you do? How that's I'm fucking, still on Facebook. That's I don't fucking know. funny. You know, after a while, they make you send a license and all that. Yeah, thing. that hasn't happened to me yet. And and that, yeah, I, yeah, I heard that. You got to copy your yeah. license and make sure. <laughs> now they want you to put your name out you gotta there. You got to make sure you're you. Fuck that. So, fuck Zuckerberg. Fuck Zuckerberg. Me, I'm a pile of shit. Get <laughs> <laughs> a box. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Great show tonight. Great this show. Is that, this is the, the lumped up late night edition of the rock show. This is not the Robin Boy show or no. the Midnight Blue show. It's not Channel J either. But damn, I miss those shows. I do. I they were good. Robin Byrne, bang your box. <laughs> this reminds me of like of American Horror Story Apocalypse. Yeah. When they're in their place. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the and back. They're hearing all those songs from the 70s. Yeah. All making them listen to that shit. I know, it's great. Uh, I got to get back to Queens. I'm wearing my hat so I forget. Don't forget where I live. I gotta get. I gotta <laughs> stumble. I, I, I gotta stumble to the F train so everybody knows I'm going to Queens. Yeah. So All right, people, remember, don't, don't get, get drunk, drunk, get, get lumped, lumped up. up. Lumped up. <laughs> remember, over these up, so the uh, fish is-